beautiful bastards and bastardinas. It's your boy, Dahina, Hedora, you garbage person. Or just fucking Chris. That works too. I like it. We're back for another episode of Digital Bath Podcast. Uh, to my right, we have, uh, what's your name? Dakota. No, like your name. Not your name, your handle, boy. Sorry, too much God of War. Tell me your name, boy. MC underscore Starscream. Yeah. And Angel X Death. Right. You're pretty cool. I like you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm the one I don't like. Jesse. Hey. No, I'm just kidding. I love you all. Jesse is here as well. Jesse goes by the handles of Azrael Reaver. That's right. That's it now. Uh, Oh, that's it? That's it. Across all platforms? Across all platforms. Wow. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Even on Switch? Absolutely. Who's to your left? To my left, we have Nicholas. El Mini Frigio. Is that racist? Nicholas the Mini Fridge Savannah. It's not, right? No, no it's not. No, Nicholas is a normal name. Oh, yeah. okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. hi. It's hi. me. How's it's it going? Me. Uh, you know, it, it's all right. <laughs> Welcome to the group. Oh, thanks, man. First time? Uh, actually, I have listened first since the beginning. Uh, no, I've listened since the beginning. It's just the first time I've actually been in the room with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, it's long time listener. First time. First time. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to have you on the show, man. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad to be here, guys. You remind me of someone. Mm-hmm. That's been here before. Tonight, we're going to do news. Then we're going to do uh, a beautiful game called WWKD. Is that what we... Yeah. That, that I what thought you were going to do it with a Russian accent for some reason. You're like, WWKD. Today we have a game for a Jew. What? Uh, is I that mean, Russian? No. <laughs> oh, God. Today we have a game for a Jew. Today we have a game for a Jew. Yeah, you were Russian-Scottish. Yeah. Today we have a game for a Jew. You're fucked. <laughs> the good Lord says... He can get me out of this, but he's pretty sure. You're, You're fucked. fucked. <laughs> right. And then what do we got? Uh, then, we, then we've got uh, an experience like no other. Uh, the the guy's name is a good name. Mark, Mark Rebier. Ruffalo. Re- Rebier. Yeah, Rebier. Yeah, it's like a French frog name. <laughs> Rebier. <laughs> Rebier. French frog. <laughs> Mark Ridley. You had, a good, uh, you had a drive-through concert experience, right? Yeah, So we're sure gonna, did. We're going to talk about that tonight, but uh, first... The news. Well, first, oh, before first that, we have to clink our drinks. That's Chris in. Kristen. Are you not Stuart. drinking? I'm not drinking. Go what on. the fuck? Hey, I'm sorry, guys. It's Look. it's just one of those things when I started with my personal thing. trainer. No, it's your first episode here. You, you have talk, to drink with Are us. you also going to talk about that on the podcast, too? Well, you asked why, so yeah, I'm telling you. You asked why. So, uh, guys, there's a new TMNT movie coming out, a new uh, animated one, CG, and it is being produced by Seth Rogen. Did you know that? Who's Seth Rogen? You don't know who Seth Rogen is? Seth Rogen is a little man uh, that's done a few things in his life. Not much, but uh, you may have seen him on movies like uh, Superbad. And uh, let's see. Pineapple what else? Express. Oh, yeah. Pineapple He's Express. also a voice in Ice Age this somewhere. This was the. Yes, that's this true. This is the end. Uh, of course, he was in the Green Hornet. Oh, you all yeah, remember that, that great a, movie? I was gonna say he was with I that like Kato that movie, guy, actually. where the mm-hmm. Kato did all the work. Yep. Which Green is Hornet. The premise of both shows. Never mind. <laughs> um, he was in the last season of Future Man. Never saw that show. Yeah. Freaks and Geeks. Hulu's got. Two yeah, seasons. Freaks and Geeks. Mm-hmm. Real good. Future Man, people Future do talk. Man. But it was announced uh, just this last Tuesday uh, by Nickelodeon. <clears throat> so it is going to be uh, probably coming out hopefully by mid to late next year as of right now. And uh, they're working on it with quite a few other people who've worked on previous Ninja Turtle titles. 
Um, I actually liked the TMNT uh, CG one that came out. Back in the day with Chris Evans. 2005, yeah, 2005, yeah. Something like that. Maybe it was even, hell, I remember. It was 360 era. That's all I remember. That was supposed to spawn a whole lot of stuff, but Mm -hmm. it was just a movie. It was just a movie. I liked it. It was really good. I'm uh, I'm curious to see what they bring next with it. How long ago did they already redo Ninja Turtles? On the the cartoon? Like three years ago. Is this coinciding with that or something different? Uh, I think it's something completely different. I will say, and it is tough for me to say, but I will say that the one before this new one, Mm, yeah, really fucking good. The one in 2013, somewhere around there? 2012? It had like seven or eight seasons. I mean, they went ham on it. The CG one? Very comic oriented. Yeah, the CG-ish one. But that's the thing is the, the old one was, you know, my childhood. And it was really hard for me to watch these new episodes and be okay with it. But after a few seasons, it's I'm pretty like, solid. this is nice. probably better, which hurts my feelings. Yeah. So, uh, in other super important news, Aliens and Predator oh. are now, the, the comic licenses are owned by Marvel. Yeah. Which, right. technically, Disney already owned Alien and just Alien. No. Nope. Fox have, Properties. Do they, do they have Predator as well? I don't think they do. I don't know. I know Not that 100%. AVP was a Fox. It, uh, yeah, thing. so I, I think so. I think they. Was. I think they might own, own them both. I'm not. It, it makes sense since Disney. If Disney did own the rights to the to the movies, right? Or Fox did, and then Disney just uh, bought Fox. Then yeah, it so makes it sense. should be. But this is kind of cool because they're already working on comic titles, and when comic titles go well, they usually go well. How do we make even more money? And we are owned by to, Fox. We are probably going to be seeing. Maybe TV. I think a TV show, Alien or Predator. HBO show would be, t- yeah, would be really cool. That'd be really cool. Because yeah. uh, there's been a lot of disappointing films <laughs> from those guys. What are you talking about? Resurrection's amazing. Resurrection is a dark comedy, and if you watch it that way, it's a good movie, so fuck you. I like AVP. Alien, yeah, AVP's got it yeah. for Easter. Aliens 3 is great. You are a liar. <laughs> Alien 3 is. Not Hogwarts. as bad as no. that new Predator movie. Uh, no. Have you watched Alien 3? I, I, have, yeah. I haven't watched the new Predator movie it's yet. It's not good. Yeah, it's I wasn't not the worst movie, though. It's worse than Alien 3. But no. how about AVPR? Ooh. Has anyone actually seen AVPR? No, it's too dark. <laughs> you, you, you try and change the, the lighting on your TV, it, gets darker. And it, just, it just turns like a gray dark. You can't see it. They did not film it. Um, Predators, though, was pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. Adrian Brody. Yeah. Toe for Grace. You mean Venom? Fuck. You mean the pianist? <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. what do you have for news? Uh, speaking of Alien vs. Predator, um, the NFL... <laughs> <laughs> Just I thought you were going to yeah. work with like a Chris Hansen thing right. or something. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, so, uh, NFL has released information. I don't know what I'm saying here. Cam Newton's going to the fucking Patriots. Yeah, I saw that. So he signed to a one-year deal. As of right now, he's only guaranteed $550,000, which is um, under his guaranteed for time that he's played versus accolades and things like that. So um, he's guaranteed $550,000 on his contract. There is room for him to make um, upwards of... Six million potentially, depending on how it goes. Um, but in an Instagram post that he made, and Chris, I'll show you, might appreciate. He uses really weird characters when he makes his Instagram posts. Oh no! But he basically said, in the words of the Joker, "It's not about the money; it's about sending a message." But so it's about respect for him and just being able to still work in the NFL. So well, and they also stated that he is currently 
practicing and trying to prove that he can play for them. So it's not, I mean, yeah, he's going up there and signing a contract, but he might not start. I do believe the Patriots are also the only team to actually reach out to him for a, for a deal. But, I mean, if you got to choose, who else would you pick besides the Patriots, really? I mean, true. To work with Bill Belichick's a pretty big deal. Well, they don't need, they don't have room on that roster. <laughs> so um, none of this means anything to me. Actually. I know, buddy. So I think it. I mean, it, it could be. I could see it working. I could see that fitting in with him and Bill Belichick, and especially in a very weak division like that, it could yeah. be big news for Patriots. Good point. <clears throat> um, Evo Championship Series, one of the biggest fighting game tournaments in the world, has been canceled. The event was originally planned as an online tournament to comply with COVID social distancing rules. CEO of Evo, Joey Kuehler, was placed on administrative leave after numerous accusations of sexual misconduct came forward. In response, Capcom pulled Street Fighter and NetherRealm Studios pulled Mortal Kombat from the event. With many games no longer part of the tournament, new CEO Tony Cannon announced Evo 2020 would be canceled. Cannon's goal will be to prioritize, quote, greater accountability across Evo, both internally and at our events, unquote. Uh, many high-level players in the Smash Bros. community have been accused of sexual misconduct with minors, and so hopefully this will be a message to um, all activities and acts such as this that they are no longer going to be overlooked in the fighting game community, because this has been a huge problem for many years, and so the fact that Evo is taking a stance, and as well as other companies with their fighting games, this will hopefully send a message to all um, players that that should not be allowed in any form. Yeah, the fighting game community is quite large, and a lot of times, because of how many events there are, can get quite close with each other. So, even our local fighting game community took it pretty hard. Um, mm-hmm. Especially Gamers HQ, they really fostered that <clears throat> for a long time there. So I know a lot of people through there that are pretty disappointed by this. So, and Topeka actually also has a really big Smash community as well. Yes, so absolutely. We're definitely seeing some of the side effects of that here. Yeah, it's sad though. I mean, with it happening for so long supposedly you know I all know. that stuff happening so long and it's just now coming out like man you would think you would think and hope that shit we'd be over this by now we'd be we people would be in the you know understanding that don't do that mm-hmm. don't fucking diddle little kids don't try to uh, sexually assault women or whatever it might be or anybody for that matter and but it's still happening consistently and it's always people in power from what I've been seeing. I mean, it's it's other people too, but that's what's causing, you know, situations to arise even more. It, people think they can get away with it. Well, and pretty high profile um, fighting game enthusiasts, Maximilian Dude, Sonic Fox, who's one of the best fighting game players in the world, have um, made numerous tweets and in responses to this backing um, you know, Capcom's um, answer to this and NetherRealm's answer to this, that this is something that should not be tolerated. So yep. this is coming from some of your highest profile people in the industry. So yeah. well, Speak out against it. Yep. WWKD. What would Chris do? Garbage person. <sighs> yeah. We have a few scenarios for you that might happen in everyday life or might not happen in everyday life where it's a little bit out of the ordinary. I like None it. of these happen in everyday <laughs> life. <laughs> and then we have... Our answers on what we think you would do in that situation. Right. And then you are going to choose of the, three. You, of the three of us who wins. Who, who wins. But then you would actually tell us what you would do in that situation. Okay. All right. I'm so, excited. Who wants to start? I'll go first because right. I think mine's the least ridiculous. So here's the scenario, okay? You're okay. walking down the street 
and it's uh, broad daylight, just normal day. There's normal traffic. A like a like a Lincoln or something, just like all in black, tinted windows. Drives up next to you. Old or new. N- uh, 90s. Ooh, I like those. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Um, pulls up next to you, rolls down the tinted window, and they just throw a suitcase or a briefcase, not a suitcase, <laughs> a briefcase out to you, and you just hear someone go. Uh, hide this for me. You've never seen me. Uh, don't look at this. I'll be back for it later. Just hide it. And then they drive off. Okay. okay? That's the first scenario. Um, I think that while I don't know whether you'd keep it or not, I think 100% you would at least open the briefcase to see what's inside of it. Okay. I also agree. You would open the briefcase and whether it's... No. If it was good enough, you'd find a way to keep it and run away. Okay. Yeah, um, there's no doubt in my mind that you would try to open up that that uh, briefcase. And um, I actually think, depending on what it is, you would be, I would hope that you would be smart enough and you would be like, nope, not getting into this shit. And you would, you would see it and be like, oh, cool, I have a good story. And then you would hide it and then you would leave. Okay, then since I'll push my little bit further, then I think you would you say it's like, like plutonium or something you would like so you, you would, would die to first form. of all you'd but hold on to, no 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 like in a can you'd like hold on to a form and they'd find you and you'd give it back. so this is your scenario are you saying it is plutonium yeah is it plutonium because that's a whole i don't know what's if, in the box i'm not telling you but is like his wife said if it's like a, a hundred if it's like a hundred milli so oh, no so like if it's like a hundred milli i think it could be like you're gonna hold on to it thinking that maybe they'll let you keep some of it if it's like weapons grade plutonium you hold on to it just get it back to him what do you think um all of you think I would look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If mm-hmm. it's hard because I, I I can't decide what I'm gonna do with it if I don't know what it is. It's something of great importance. Whether great it be monetary value? or yes, at least, yes. But not something that you could easily like get rid of yourself. I can't oh I can't I'd have to find something. Like even if it's a hundred million dollars, you have you'd have to launder that. There'd be serial numbers yeah. so that you couldn't just I mean yeah. Ozark's taught me that. So yeah. you couldn't you'd have to launder it somehow. Yep. I mean, I agree with all of you because I would want to see what it was. You guys had the same. You guys should have come up with different answers, like to make sure. I, I feel like I would definitely be like, I didn't actually hear what he said. I just, I just, some guy threw me a box. I had to open it. I, I he he threw it at me. And if it was a hundred million dollars, I'm going to Mexico. Is how I feel like. I, but I, uh, I have to kind of agree with all of you because I would definitely. Open well, you would be going to Mexico right now, though. Well, with enough money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. 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 So I'm closest. I guess. I, I said that he would probably open it, and if it was good enough, he'd run. Yeah, he'd take yeah. it and run. I w- so I w- Jesse wins, yeah. Yeah, I would definitely Juice. take it, and you wouldn't see me again. I'd be like, boys, I'm calling in for the podcast. <laughs> Where are you? Shut up. Here we go. <laughs> I'm zooming. And you have, like, the, yeah, that screen, I, like, it's me, Chris. Like, and, like, for the rest of, like, the next 25 years, we all just get, like, immaculate Christmas presents from him. <laughs> Come it, to my island. It's Christmas. <laughs> Last time. Hey, with a K. Yeah. What's up? Okay, Jesse, All what right. do you got for me? All right. Um, you are in the middle of like a super bad Crohn's episode. Okay. And you're in a stall. And all of a sudden to your left, you hear a guy getting murdered. <laughs> That's the scenario. Okay. <laughs> I think that based off of your um, kind of your ability to like protect people like i've seen on, on facebook i think you'd yell at the guy like i'm gonna shit on you if you don't fucking stop hurting this guy and you would try and scare him away like kind of like you would you know like a bear almost okay <laughs> nick go ahead what do you think <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just imagining him with his pants around his waist getting up running out and being like ah! 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> Just flinging shit at him. <laughs> um, shit. Well, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris, I think you would be yelling at him to stop while you're trying to finish and wipe. Uh, so then you could get out and possibly make a phone call. Uh, <laughs> Okay. And try to call nine one one because uh, depending on the situation, if this guy's getting shot or something, I'm hoping you're smart I, enough. All to you not hear is like up. it's my scenario. So all, all you okay. hear is like, like help me. That's all you hear. You don't know what's happening. Well, the guy's dangerous enough as it is. He's sure. literally murdering murdering somebody in a public stall. Yeah. Restroom. You see the two the two yeah. pairs okay. of legs. So yeah, it's it's definitely not someone who's okay. just constipated. No, you yeah, see yeah. two yeah. pairs of legs. Okay. On so so you know he's getting murdered. So yeah, you you see it happening and you're trying to say stop, but that's about as far as it goes. Okay. I think that you would try to remain as quiet as possible and call the police but you would be juggling like you would pull your your feet up so you couldn't be seen from the stall and just be like yes hello police um i i'd like to report uh, just yeah just just this and you just see, yeah, yeah, that's what I think. And you just hear from the other stall, what the fuck? <laughs> bro, bro flush that shit. <laughs> okay. Give me some piece of coin, I'm trying to murder somebody. <laughs> okay, so I hate to say it, I, I mean, I, I like I like everybody's responses, but I'm going to go with Jesse, uh-huh. but there's a caveat to it. Uh-oh. I'm not going to go in like a bear. Okay. Because I've got ammo right now. Like you're going to fling your shit. Like I'm literally going to get down there before I wipe and get it all over my mm-hmm. hands, and then I always carry a little pocket knife with me, you know, and I'm going to then... <laughs> you're going to be at I'm going to put you're shit gonna all over that knife, and I'm going to open the stall, and I'm going to be like, it's murder in town. <laughs> <laughs> murder <laughs> <in> a <laughs> sequel, bitch. And if he's a, you know, a, a character that's not going to go to a hospital, he's going to get sepsis. Come yeah, I was going to say, that guy's going to be septic as shit. I'm going to stab him in the guts and put my shit into his shit. That's what I'm going to do. That was the best answer I could have hoped for. Yeah, man. That was and pretty good. You got a weapon. And also, I'm, I'm taking my pants off. Right. Because... Right, you don't want to trip. You don't no, want to have a tripping hand. No, that's, that's it's, intimidation. It's literally, you open the door, dude's going to be like, Dick. what the fuck? Yeah, just <laughs> Dick swinging. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to open the... And, you know, obviously, in times of stress, your penis, like, tries to get as small as possible. So he's going to be like, what's that? <laughs> Shitty stabby knife. <laughs> That was the best thing. Ever. Uh, well, yeah, that, was, that saved, was the best answer. I hope I saved the young person. I hope you do, too. How do you know they were young? I don't know. All right. Go to bed one night. You're tired. It's been a long day of Call of Duty. Uh, out here on the streets. Yeah. You fall asleep, and you wake up, and you realize the last five years of your life didn't happen. And you look over... Your alarm goes off for work, and you realize, oh, shit, I have to go back to GameStop. In this situation, um, I think you would, A, first off, you would freak out, of course. But you would immediately call and say, Joel, I quit. You would immediately quit that job. And you would then try to track down your your current loved ones and try giving them a call and try to uh, get back into the swing of what you remember your life being before this whole time situation happened. And uh, whether it whether it succeeded or not, I feel like you are you would be uh, confident and you would be um, driven enough to try to get back to the way things are now. Okay. I think that you would, of course, wake up and freak out. Um, I think 
that you would try. Yeah, I think you would you I think you would find out that this is really happening and so you would actually try to because you like where you're at now, right, right. try to reenact things as close as possible just right. to get back to that moment. Okay. I think you're an agent of chaos and you would relive the day like Groundhog Day and figure out what ways, what things you could do to make things completely different and then also see if it'll still get, end up where you ended before because then that would mean it was truly meant to happen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's why we saved this one for last. Yeah, this one's deep. That's TF. That's, that's TF. <laughs> that's TF. That's TF. <laughs> Um, Welcome to the Digital Math Podcast. It's TF. So it's interesting because I, in my life, I have woken up and I've had dreams that were so vivid that I've called people and like yelled at them. Like I, I had a girlfriend when I was younger and I called her and I was in, in the dream, in the dream, she cheated on me. She left me. I had to pay for the apartment that we lived in alone. And I was, I was so upset. It was so real. I called her like a fucking bitch. <laughs> I was like, how could you do this to us? And she's like, what? I'm at work. What do you want? What are you talking about? I was like, I can't believe you cheated on And then slowly it was like, uh, oh, oh, I am so sorry. Oh my God. Um, but, um, so, like, as you're living life, you know, you you can't have those lifelong regrets because it'll eat you alive. It's how I feel. Mm -hmm. Like, people are like, well, what if you could go back and change this or change that? I wouldn't because I wouldn't have, you know, one small change and all of a sudden I have one child instead of three or five children instead of three or, or something. So, it's a very tough, that's a tough question. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like I would... Um, just kill myself. I think that probably. Oh no, Jesus! I thought about that. I thought about that maybe being a possibility. I'm but. joking. I wouldn't do that. Um, I would. Hmm. The the thing is, is you know, as you wake up, dreams disappear. Like you can't remember them as well as you thought. So. Oh, in this situation, you remember everything. Like it actually happened, and now it's erased. Right. But you remember. Yeah. I feel like I'm just gonna do what I'm gonna do, and the chips are gonna fall where they fall. What does that mean? I'm not going to go chaos and try and choose a bunch of stuff differently, but I'm just going to Would you react. play it as close as it possibly was before? No, because that's that's tough cuz So so you wouldn't you wouldn't be like, "Okay, I I know what it's going to be like at GameStop." I already know what that's like. I don't want to relive that. I'm out. But this is literally I I it, it would have to be 5 years in a couple months cuz I quit mm -hmm. 5 years ago. Okay, so this is I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't know how exactly how long it was. Cool. So, but like, it would basically. So he's still, still at GameStop yeah. in the situation. Yes. So it's five years in a few months. So I've already had my second child, Lily, and I'm and I'm expecting my third, Caleb. I would still. I think I would go look for a new job because I don't want to be. Mm -hmm. I, I I got to the point where I loathed GameStop. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like Nick's would be the closest. I. It's a combo. It's not a chaos combo. It's though. not chaos. I'm not going to be like, ha, ha, ha. And you're not reliving it the way I did. So <laughs> I'm not, I'm mine's out, and it sounds like, like his is out. I'm going to stab someone with a poop knife. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew you, like you said, you you make you make one change. You'd have to live in stress of living the same life. Right. So you might as well make it different. I would never do that. I would right. just So who, who would you pick, though? Because you have to pick one of these closest years. I feel like Nick's the closest. Okay. All right. I, I'm not going to live in fear, but I'm also not going to agonize. I'm not going to go total chaos. So are you going to try to... <laughs> I didn't say agonize. <laughs> but are you going to, like, for, try to force things to be the way they are now? Or are you just... What do you mean by let the chips... I'm just going to live. And, and if it was a dream... 
You, you okay? Good. Would you seek Star out? She would be 18, thank you very much. So, no, not right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, I gotta let that marinate. <laughs> I, I wouldn't just go to the bar and be like, Y'all got any 18 year old fragrance clerks in Dillard? What's up? I'm crazy that you say that, actually. We, uh... <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. I just wasn't. I didn't. I'm sorry. I, no. I wouldn't immediately be like, this is the person I'm supposed to be with. Because maybe it was a dream and maybe I'm not supposed to. But I, okay. I, I would. I would. Well, I think I would meet her at some point and be like, yeah, it's happening. It's different, but yeah. it's happening. Right at the end of the game, this, if you want to call it that, Jesse wins. My boy. Two. I feel like we all lost at the end yes. of that one, though. Two to one to <laughs> nothing. To zero. I don't think I wanted to win any of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, interesting. Uh, poop Knife was my favorite. Oh, that was the best Poop answer. Knife is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. If you see me on the streets and you want to throw down, remember, I'm not afraid to fight with shit. I will, I will give He'll you... He'll shit on you. I'll yeah. give you the poop knuckle. Before, he, before the, I hey, hey, he's, he's given me the poop knuckle a couple times. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Mm, okay. One or two <gasps> knuckles. Three, man. I'm a grown man. All right. Three all knuckles, right. two deep. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's how he rolled. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, before this uh, veers any more into madness, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go and start talking about the drive-in concert that Jesse and I attended. So it's fucking crazy. It was crazy. Um, set the scene. Let the kids know what it's you know. Well, if you don't know who uh, Mark Ribier is, he is a um, iPhone loving. Yeah, iPhone loving. He is a improv musician. What he does basically is he has a ton of soundboards and equipment set up, and he will start just using random samples and effects from his soundboards, or he'll record, you know, a little vocal range or even like just random claps or something, and he'll press a button. It takes that and it replays it over and as over and over again as a track or a beat it. or he, a beat mm-hmm. in the same vein as Reggie Watts. Reggie Watts, mm-hmm. um, Seth Everman. If you ever see him on YouTube, kind of that same idea. Yeah, and um, he'll, I mean, he'll set he'll set the stage for the song and he'll just do random shit off the cuff to make a beat of some sort, and then he just goes off the wall when it comes to his lyrics, and it's pretty much all improv. He has his songs that have made him kind of popular throughout YouTube throughout the years. Uh, but the the base of it is when we got to the uh, concert was, you know, taking uh, examples from the audience when he would talk to them and stuff. But we get there and it's a, you know, it's a drive-in theater and there's two big screens on either side that you just, you go in between, like if you've ever been to a drive-in, there's these poles set up where there's speakers usually. All the speakers are gone, but they had you actually tune into a radio station for the music to come through. Where did you go? Where was this at? What's the name of the place? Where was it? It was, uh, it was Independence, tw- it was uh, Twin, what was it, B&B Twin Screen? Uh, was, uh, no, it twins. was it was a B and B. It was yeah, a B and B. So yeah. they actually had concession stands that were like the food you could buy oh, at a B and B theater. B&B. I love them. Yeah, yeah. they're awesome. Uh, but it was it was a dual screen. It was called like the Twin Screen Amphitheater or something yeah. like that. And it was in Independence, Missouri. It was uh, uh, it was pretty cool. It was, it was a nice night. We we got out there and it filled up a lot quicker than I expected it Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Well, fun. I mean, and this is for this is obviously during the time where concerts are getting canceled. Everything everything's canceled. getting canceled. There's still social dis- distancing rules, um, and it was kind of cool to go to a drive-in theater. But honestly, that theater 
is old. I mean, it Very doesn't. Old. It's just an old parking lot. Literally, yeah. just an old parking lot with spots where you can park. It has that little thing where you would have put a speaker, you know, to set it up. And so it was almost like going to the past when we were there because I was like, this is how people used to watch movies like it, it was it crazy. was price per vehicle too right it was well it was priced per person per vehicle oh okay so if you had four people it was roughly like what 45 dollars a piece or something mm-hmm. like that okay so i mean per car or per, per person per person 45 dollars a person a person yes very expensive it was an expensive show yeah mm-hmm. What you what were you gonna say though? I was gonna say, are any of you old enough that you actually went to drive-in theaters <clears throat> as a kid? No. I, yeah, I I went to a couple. I barely remember it, you but old I did. Sack of shit. Yeah, I never I was. I would be up front, under the movie. They would have a literal playground. Yeah. And uh, your parents didn't care what you did. You you. Well, yeah, back then you could do whatever the yeah, hell you wanted. Yeah, these kids died, I'm sure. You stabbed kids with your poop knife. And... <laughs> right. And got all the popcorn I wanted that way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The, the idea, of course, of this drive-in experience was that you could do a show and still be able to do it live. Because obviously... And with, safe. With, and safely. Because most concerts, you're going to be jam-packed with thousands of people sometimes. Can you mm-hmm. imagine that now? Like, oh, like Rockfest or something? Remember how we used to go to shows and you would literally be like... Hugging the you, person you next to you. Yeah. Touching them all over. Basically. It was kind of nice, honestly, not to be that close to people yeah. and still enjoy live music. Like, I can't I can't fathom going to a show now. Like, I just don't want to anymore. I'm like, ew, people. And, and the way the way they did it, and you, you might think yourself, two screens, like, you know, where did they film this and everything? Well, there, there was this middle lot that they had fenced off, and he had this... Uh, kind of uh, pergola set up where he would they had kind of a green screen behind him he had all of his stuff around him all of his equipment around him and then they would they would film that and they would project it onto the two uh, the two screens that were in the amphitheater did you just call a pergola a pergola that's it, how I've heard that's it pronounced it's before. It's like a tent. We were all thinking that, but I just wanted to say it. I, and if you've never seen Mark... Oh, okay. No, I've literally only no, heard it pronounced Pergola, so that's cool. Super it's fine. Pergola. But I was just like, Pergola. I have to at least oh tell him that he said that. If you've never right, seen right Mark Ribier, imagine your IT tech guy in his Speedo he in a, a bathrobe. He's a nice Yeah, gyrating. Color. Gyrating across. Just kind of getting it. Getting it. Get, but he, man, when he's in the groove... He's, he's got that 70s stash going yes. on, too, we'll with tag the glasses. Some, um, we'll have Nick and Jesse tag some of their favorite videos of his so you guys can see him, too. Hell, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if if you can, get on YouTube and uh, search uh, uh, I'm a Flamingo. That one's hilarious. It's pretty funny. Yeah, That's his most funny. extreme, I would say, mm-hmm. that, side of him. Is that the one that has I fucked your grandma in Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Just check. What's, um, what's that one we like? One more time. One yeah, more one time. More time. Smooth yeah, as little, butter. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. Uh, but yeah, and we, we park and we're able, it, it says stay in your vehicles, but they didn't care. You could get out of your vehicle as long as you weren't like conversing with a bunch of other people. Um, but the show starts off fucking weird, really weird, but you knew it'd be weird. Well, well, well they, they said that they weren't going to do traditional opening acts and instead do, um, short films, which is cool to start the show. But I'm talking like out there, like I needed to be high to watch some mm-hmm. of this shit weird. Was it his? Was it his film? No, no, they were just. I I believe different people's films that gotcha. he decided animated to animated live action. Both, yeah, both. Well, and um, a lot of them know Mark, and some of them actually help him with his production and stuff. Uh, so, okay, yeah. What kind of production? You mean like his stage production? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep, on the tour and everything. <laughs> oh, there's some funny shit he had in the background. Yeah. But yeah, you, you really, you did feel like you had to be high watching this to like understand what was going on. Like there was super a, jail kind of? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there was dude, like I a, never there was a whole it. video about like the arc of um, 
Ark of the Covenant? Well, no. the Ar- I'm sorry, no, the Noah's, Noah's, Ark. Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. And like the the animals like go crazy on Noah and kill them, and then they land, and there's like they all start having sex with each other. All the animals start having sex with each <laughs> other because they don't know what to do, and they start eating each other because they're running out of food, and then they end up yeah they they uh they get on they get on new animals. Uh, I can't remember if I they, don't remember, yeah, I don't remember that. Work. I don't know how animals work. But, yeah, they... <laughs> they <laughs> fucking weird stuff. Yeah, really, really weird shit. That was about 15, 15 minutes of the show. And so, finally, he shows up. And he's riding on a golf cart with, like, police sirens, like, lights above it. Mm-hmm. in his, Of course, in his Speedo, in his bathrobe. And literally, like, driving by people. He's got, his, he's got a mask on right. while he's out there. But, yeah. He's got a megaphone. He's got a megaphone just saying hi to everybody, welcoming everybody. And yep. it was the most... Awesome like right thing. up the middle, right? Right, going between lanes, like all throughout all <laughs> yeah. of the lanes, up and down. It was fucking amazing. Like it was, yeah. Nice. It, it was it, it was great to get people like riled up too, um, and we got lucky because he didn't do it on the opposite side. He only did it on our side. How many people? Like how many cars? How many people do you think? I mean, a drive-in theater that size probably what? Because they filled up both sides. Yes. See, and for me, I have no concept of a drive-in theater, so you might have to explain think a like bit. Walmart parking lot. Wow. Yes. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah, it was about that. Full of cars. I mean, literally so the and screens Walmart's are really big. Then. Huge screens. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, you're right. Yeah, Walmart's built on a dry, drive-in. On mm-hmm. the bones of the ancestors. That's true. Very true. Yeah. It. Uh, so that, that got everybody hyped up. And he uh, immediately, you know, got out. When he finally got to the area where he did his recordings and everything, he got out and just, just kicked it off with something random to get everybody pumped up. Um People ended up, it, it said, don't go, don't crowd the guardrail or anything. And they had security out there kind of making sure people weren't doing it. People did it anyway. Um, <laughs> of course. And they had a, they had somebody with a, a video camera, not only filming him where he did his stuff, but if he went out to talk to people, they had someone filming the whole thing while, as he was going out and talking to people. And you got to see it <clears> on the screens and of course hear everything that was going on uh, in your car. And we just. Did you put the thingy on your car? Did you have No, those? they didn't have those. Okay. Um, tuned in on the radio. They, you, yeah, right. they okay, did okay. it wirelessly through the uh, through the radio or radio station that we tuned in on. And I just blared that motherfucker up. I would love to imagine like a family at home or something like that that's just like panning through the radio and just. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, fuck your grandma. That being said, there were some really cool people that set up like giant speakers next to their vehicle mm-hmm. so that people all around them could hear it as well so that was kind of nice and, and, and it was in tune and everything yes yeah. or in time i guess in time yeah yeah because radio does that there's no delay in radio yeah i just didn't know between audio equipment if there had been oh and go ahead i was gonna i was gonna ask so did he perform like hit songs of his how would you do that if it's he not is more of an improv imp- that's what i would improviser. improvise he did one he did two actually <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yep, that's right. He did do another one. At the Most end. of his show. So he actually was supposed to do a tour in Australia and New Zealand and that got canceled. So then he called it the Corin stream. Um, and so he, what one of his shticks that he does is that he opens up his phone line and has people call him and give him like topic ideas he for his songs. Off of it. Mm-hmm. And he just, he just goes with it. And sometimes like that doesn't always pan out. So he turns them off and makes up his own shit. But most of his shows are all improv. So he will just yeah. take whatever's happening happening at the time he did take a call during the show and then he makes songs out of just random bullshit he decides right. to, to make songs it was about. The, it was the girl's 21st birthday the call that he took yeah. it was the girl's 21st birthday and she was she was at the at the at the show. drive-in yeah and he made a song for her because it was his, it was her 21st birthday 
Uh, not as bad, honestly. It was uh, mostly about taking shots at chilies. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe he had just eaten chilies that yeah. day. But he was he, talking. There was two songs where he was talking about chilies and <laughs> fucking amazing. The 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 drugs in the water and how he wound up in the middle of the highway. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> It's fucking weird. And, and I will say he's extremely talented. He actually learned piano at the age of four. Um, so he's been playing, you know, a musical instrument for many, many years. And he's got a really, really good voice. It's almost soulful, mm-hmm. like, music. Yeah, you hear him in, in the kind of the jokey nature of a lot of his music yeah. and how he just gets... I mean, I'm, I don't know what the word goofy. you want to say, like goofy, and he gets kind of I don't know if the word is crunk with it. I don't know. I don't fucking know. But like, he gets <sighs> he makes them songs a slap though. Yeah, he does. He does. He and makes bangers. He does make bangers, and it's nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. Nice. It's just a lot guy. of fun. Um, but we wanted to talk about it uh, mainly because it was just a great experience, but also because you know, you're, maybe this is how we see more concerts in the future of smaller, you know, uh, maybe smaller artists uh, going around and trying to do stuff live. Um, it, it was really interesting, and uh, at first we weren't sure what to expect, but it ended up being, like you said, really fun. I will say, if you've ever been to a merch, like. Tent merch at a, tent, at a table. yeah merch table at a bar um, or a concert. It takes for fucking ever. This was the fastest, most yep. efficient merch bar, and that was a pretty big line. But yeah, it was just straight into the point. They had like five different things you could buy, and just getting people in and out like nothing. Yep. How, How much was a shirt? Twenty. Or it was thirty. Thirty. It was thirty the, bucks. Shirts are thirty bucks now. I mean, it is what it is. It's upsetting. But I think like. 40% of my gripes with most shows are at the merch merch line. So. Mm-hmm. They were cool. They were like, hey, what do you want? We got this, this, that. How long was it set? Uh, hour, hour, 45 minutes-ish. 45. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like you got your money's worth? Yeah. I do. Yeah. For one, it, I don't know when I'm going to get to see live music. We were supposed well, to go to the Deftones. Yeah. Um, a show. Yeah. Poppy. I'd have gone with you. I, 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 would, I, would, I, like I would have went with I you. Gone. Yeah, I would have gone. You would have gone, but you wouldn't have fucking bared through Bring Me the Horizon to see Under Oath. For free? For free. No. Not a sold out show at the Midland. Are you saying no. you don't like God. Bring Me the Horizon? Not, not really. even for free. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I don't know when we're going to get to see live music, and that was a great way to do it. I mean, mm-hmm. it makes sense. People get to be separate. You still get to do live music. And, and for what he does, his backdrops are off the wall. There was one song he had about Jeopardy. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, Alex Krippak and everything. <laughs> and while he's doing the song, there's just porn. But you know how they do the memes where like it looks that, like they're doing something yeah. normal? Was that a different song? The the song that were there was the porn in the background that you're talking about. Yeah. It was uh it's not worth fucking if you don't fuck hard. Yeah. Some <laughs> yes. random he went out to the crowd okay. and some he was just like talking to everybody. He's like, Hey, what's up? You know, blah blah blah. And this random guy just comes up and says, Hey man, it's not worth fucking if you don't fuck hard. And he just stops and he just looks at him and he takes the mic, he's like, It's not worth fucking if you don't fuck hard. And he starts going up to all this women. He's like, is that true? Is that true? And like, you know, asking them questions. And they're like, of course. And he was like, really? Not even like gentle or slow every now and again. And he, and the girls would be like, no, it's not worth fucking if you don't fuck hard. And he was like, wow. Yeah, he got disappointed for a second. And he was like, huh. And he just, he puts his head down and he starts walking back to the booth. And you could tell his mind was He's just formulating, formulating oh, yeah. stuff. Because he kept saying, it's not worth fucking 
if you don't fuck hard. I thought maybe he was like disappointed with his entire well, life it, choices. Like I've always tried to make love. It was a little bit of that too. It, it, yeah, it was because in the song he uh, he's getting really into it, and then all of a sudden he stops and he's like, "Hey, baby, I think I I kind of want to take it real slow tonight. You know, kind of get you in the mood. You know, maybe." <laughs> Maybe a little sensual. Fuck no, you know, and then just starts going, and yeah, he kind of jokes about it in the song. It too. was an experience for sure. Like, it, I don't think I'll ever go to a show that was like that ever again. No, I don't know if anybody's really ever done anything like that. No, not that I know of, at least. But the, and you know what's cool is that his normal shows. Um, I was reading an article. This uh, had a two to three times bigger turnout than any of his other shows he's ever done. Wow. So people were itching, you know, yeah, to get out and do go. something. His corn streams blew up. That too. Yeah, they really blew up when he was doing well, that. Well, he, he does the bar circuit too a lot too. So he gets put in the corner of a bar right. or a nightclub and he, he's used to riffing off stuff. So, I mean, this was probably really fun for him. Yeah, oh well, yeah, you can tell he had a great time. Interesting quick question, and we don't we don't have to keep this or whatever, but is this the most interesting thing that's ever happened to you at a concert? And if it isn't, what is the most interesting thing? Interesting? The the most odd or interesting thing that's ever happened at a show mm. to you. Odd or interesting. It's not odd or interesting, but for me, I actually got to crowd surf at Rockfest and you know how many people are usually at that thing. Like that was like what you would see at like warp tour level. Right. Like to me, that was super cool. I was think I was 17 at the time. So uh, it's hard to top that. Cause I literally like thousands of people touch my butt. If you, like, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> all the way down, like just didn't know you had that fetish. So you're in the air. Like, Ooh, hello. hello. No, but no, that was, don't turn me over. You don't want to feel that. For me, that was cool. Cause that's what you see in the music videos. And I was like, this is real life. <laughs> and um, then he got dropped. At the yeah. end. And I was like, Oh, you're, you're making me, go back okay so for me i would say yes it is the most interesting because it's not it's not every day where you see a guy in a in like a speedo boxers and a bathrobe and then he just takes the bathrobe off and a face mask go out and start telling people to pop it and uh they literally do booty pops and everything and he's just like fuck yeah pop it pop it and then he's going back I don't know if he's drunk or if he does this on purpose. Um, I'll post the video. I have it on Facebook. So if you want to check it out, uh, go to the Digital Bath Podcast Facebook and check it out. But And then he starts climbing back over the barricade. But he does it in a way where he doesn't, he doesn't just jump over. He, like, crawls over it and leans in and then just falls right on his ass. And he's like, yeah, pop it. Like, he just <laughs> he can't get up. And, like, yeah, I've never seen that at a show before, anything like that. Sure, I've seen... Everything you could possibly imagine at a show. I've seen people fucking at shows. I've seen people, you know, getting head at shows. All that kind of stuff. Of so you've seen stuff. a lot of sex stuff. stuff. Yeah, of course. I mean, but That's something scary. like that. I don't know. That, that was pretty weird. It was and pretty out there. weird and interesting and out there. Dakota. I didn't go to that concert. Anything? What's the most odd or interesting thing that's happened to you at a concert? Um, I saw a band put on a good set. <laughs> That's extremely um, rare. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Especially I've been, the bands you listen to. The double. <laughs> I've been to one of your shows. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best show you ever went to because that was the time it was um, actually good. <laughs> I don't. We're out of drums. <laughs> I mean, the strangest thing I saw was when I saw Aaron Lewis berate somebody that ended up on CNN. So that was probably the craziest thing nice. I ever saw. Because the dude wasn't speaking English. Was that the show you were at? No. Oh, something different. Yeah. Oh. Um, you don't like being sad. So I've got two, and it's real quick. The first time, uh, we were at a Fear Factory 25th anniversary. And the second one? Not done. And uh, <laughs> before Fear Factory got on stage, 
they played Purple Rain because Prince had just died. And I've never seen a sea of metalheads all sing Purple Rain and get into it, lighters in the air. Like, the guys from Fear Factory came out and even were like, this is like, that was the weirdest thing we got. Like, that's really cool. Like, they didn't realize that people had, you know, metalheads like Prince. They do. It's a real thing. Uh, and the other thing was a guy, before I played a set in uh, Lake Tahoe, a guy was like, I'm going to show this beer bottle up my ass. You can give me money. You can give me money. And then everybody's like, no, dude, we don't want to give you money. And then he bent over and shoved a beer bottle up his ass. Anyway, not the way you'd think it would go in, by the way. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think the principal was that better. like a vacuum, like a no. Like there's oh. usually ends of a beer bottle that are smaller, and then there's uh, more, he like tried a... hard mode. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, had he went into survival mode. mode. You know, when I went and saw a Stone Sour, they had a band open for them, and I thought it was real strange because there was a sign that said "Return your like lost babies here." Or stole, stolen babies here, and then, or it said stolen babies here after the concert is what it said, and so I thought they had to dedicate an area because there was like a rampant issue of people stealing like babies at concerts, but there was an opening band for that called Stolen Babies. Interesting. Ah, okay. Well, <laughs> anyway. we're gonna cut this shit out anyway. Go ahead, guys. Um, so going uh going forward we're talking about concerts and everything that was one of the most fun concerts i've ever had i've ever been to because i i don't know if it was just because it was different and unique but everyone was entertained and completely enamored with what was going on in that screen with what he was doing they were waiting for that just off the cuff gold that he can sometimes produce and and honestly in in my opinion he didn't disappoint not at all. Not at all. It was. It was just. It, it was fun you? the whole time. West. What did he think? Um, he greatly enjoyed it, which I never thought I'd go to a concert with West because he normally likes Maroon Five and like you know, <laughs> you know. Sorry, I like Maroon Five. I do too, too I but you know what I mean, like like, like the radio stuff. He likes the radio stuff. Yeah, he probably Indie lights stuff. a lavender candle when he jerks it. Who what? doesn't? Anyway, um, me. It makes me fall asleep. Everything makes you fall asleep. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, oh no, if I had gone, it's a movie theater. I might have fallen asleep. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Pop it. <laughs> the thing I like about Mark is that he ultimately wants people to be happy. He's a very optimistic guy. Um, but he did end the show with a very uh, awesome song called yeah. Fuck Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Yep. Fuck Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Yep. And every person, every vehicle was honking to that beat. Like yep. it, it, it lit up. That was the, yeah, it was loud. Yep. It was crowd crazy. People were flashing their brights everywhere. It was going off the fucking. How did it yeah. go? Uh, fuck Donald Trump, baby. Fuck Donald Trump, baby. Fuck Donald Trump, That's the beat. baby. That was the beat, and it, it kept going. That was one of his other songs that uh, he's done before. Yes. That they wanted him to replay. Ah. Yeah. Um, so that, <laughs> that one was, that one was really fun, but yeah, everyone got into that one and it, it blew up. I'm sure it was a, probably a generally younger crowd. Oh yeah. I don't think I saw anyone over the age of 40. Except for Nick. Well. I didn't get, oh, Nick, you said Nick. I'm sorry. Yeah, but most people don't realize that I'm 48 years old, so that's fine. <laughs> well, first time here. How would we know? Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you guys see me now. Do I look 48? Easy. <laughs> <laughs> I look easy? Thanks, man. Well, I know you're easy. We're already playing on fucking your face. <laughs> uh, so, oh, anyway, fuck the... Anyway, so, uh, as you were saying... As you were. As you were. 
I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> what was Fuck I saying? Donald Trump. Yeah. It, it, and at the end of it, though, he was like, look, I don't mean to end on a bad note here, but for real, you know, I, I just want equality for everyone. Okay. I want this to be a show where we can all enjoy ourselves. All gyrate and, together. And gyrate together. And, you know, I, I hate that we have ended on that, but that's where we're at right now as a country. Like, mm-hmm. we need to come together and really focus on what's important, which is equality and, you know, yeah. justice for everyone. So it was it was really cool to see that. Yep. Um, is that how you would – would you go to another concert like that again? I would, even if it was like a normal-ish band. You know, it was just another rock a or metal member band. or something. Absolutely. At least I'd get the opportunity to see something live. I think you do get something out of that that you don't get from a CD, that you don't get from Spotify. It's – you get to find other people and be around other people that are like you. But that, not too close. But not too close, at least right now. Did it feel more personal than a normal concert? I think so. Do you think it had to do anything with his Sam's. with his style of show? Or do you think like, if you saw like he, a Breaking Benjamin or something that it would Benjamin? be? Benjamin? He Sorry, does that Benjamin. all the time. He does all the time. Um, <laughs> I, yes, I think well, they're on a binger, are you, bro. Are you, are you watching him on a pergola? or? <laughs> Uh, I think got a little triggered. Go ahead. No, I, I, I'm like, okay, I, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it's pergola. Anyway, go ahead, Nick. Uh, I do feel like it was more personal. Uh, and I think that's because of the way his shows are because they're improv. So he's always talking to his audience, no matter what. I mean, of course you go to shows and they talk to the audience and everything. And sometimes they usually have a set list though. Sometimes they go, Hey, you know, what do you, what do you guys want us to play? But usually there's a set list in this situation. His set list is whatever he interacts with and whatever he likes or whatever he hears. So I, but saying that if normal bands, take what you know this drive-in experience is like and run with it it opens up more creativity of what they might be able to do or what they might have to do in the future uh if this is something that is consistent now if bands want to make money right important question yeah how many times did you hear the words free bird uttered never, never. not once never not once not that kind of that's music. tame compared it doesn't to matter does. I, mean, mm-hmm. I mean he was talking people about people were grand. fucking well i hope so because they're in the car uh, well, you, well, it, Japan has been kind of doing this already. Hatsune Miku cars? No, I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about having like a a concert without the the band being close or you know stuff like that because they have Hatsune Miku, which is a C, not even CG. She's a laser projection. projection. She's a digital girl. She's a digital girl. So you know, people already are used to seeing screens or seeing things as a live performance. Gorillas as well is kind of that idea. Metal Metal You're watching a screen. You're watching something that Coachella. That's, yeah, something that's there, but not really. Uh, is that Tupac? true? Coachella? I don't know what that is. Tupac? I guess Coachella. Coachella. What's Coachella? going on? <laughs> Coachella. Yes, Tupac. It's your so, turn. I saw breaking Benjamin. Ben, but anyway, Benjamin. Benjamin. I said it. Go fuck yourself. On the pergola at Coachella. <laughs> pergola is right. We're just gonna have oh, a wait, list of all pergola. the words we yeah, fucked up. The pergola. <laughs> I, oh no! I stubbed my toe on the porgella. What is it? Porgella. <laughs> Did you just combine all three? Of the portobello mushroom. <laughs> portobello gave, gave me the diarrhea. He was I, hanging I used it for my poop knife. <laughs> poop knife. Anyway, if you take anything away, poop knife. Hey, look out for uh, official poop knives on our. <laughs> hey guys, check out our merch store. Uh, <laughs> Chris, we're gonna need a lot of your shit. Bud. Ga- I got a lot. <laughs> you got a lot to get. We know. 
There's gallons of like, water. Imagine that. Yeah. Poop knife. You're going to be like the alien queen. We're just going to chain you up and you're going to give us nothing but your shit. In a first, man is convicted of over 150 murders when his poop was found on the, pipe, at, on the crime screen. Crime, <laughs> crime scene. How'd he die? Well, it was a creep. It was a. It was a. It was a, it was a, it was a so terrible mad at me. Or not mad. I remember it like it was yesterday. Why? Craig Benjamin was playing on the crime screen. I was screen. sitting on the pergola. <laughs> we just need to send this podcast Sharpening to my, Mark Ribby yeah, yeah, and to have him like use it. Yeah, yeah. use it. Sharpening my poop knife and <laughs> what the fuck is a pergola? What the? <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I, Mark is growing obviously his brand and who he is, and this was a brilliant way to do that. And I think he did reach a lot more people that he would have never got to before, and and. This is a smart idea. I think it's how do you get people together without obviously being close? Mm -hmm. How do you do live music the same way? This this might be the way. I mean, did you feel safe? Yes. I was never close enough to people that I felt like, oh shit. There were a lot of people who ended up gathering up over um, by the. They probably knew each other too. Yeah. So well, there it was a lot of people over there. There was a lot and. I was I was like man I really want to go up there because he's literally just coming out and saying hi to people like right face to face yes around him yeah around him and I wanted to do that but at the same time I was like I don't want to take that chance personally if they want to they can there was this one girl who asked him like can I have a hug and he looked at her and he goes no you may not (laughs) and then he was like well put a mask on and maybe I'll have to ask but it never happened Um, but he was and that girl was Jesse yeah (laughs) hug me so, um, and then he did a, another drive-by to the other side at the end of the show. So he got back in his golf cart and went to the other side for that the end of the show to say sense. goodbye to everyone. That's awesome, man. And, um, he's, he, a, he's a great guy. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. super funny, super talented. And we're doing this for free. This isn't even a plug he had to pay for. So. Not a sponsor. But Mark, yeah, not a sponsor. But Mark, if you want to hook us up with some... Some sweet merch, my man. Jesse's already been rocking. He looks like a dad over here. Yeah, I got his yep. hat and I bought his shirt. Yeah, I bought, a, sh- I bought a shirt too. Uh, I bought it a couple times. He bought a shirt. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it and Good sizes or <laughs> God half in t- intestine Damn. sizes. <laughs> West is a little tyke. Yeah. West is West is one of my favorite people on the planet. Yeah. What was cool is you can fit a lot of West in one. Well, you can fit a lot of West. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what was cool is at the end they played it off like it was a um, drive-in movie. So they played like the "Don't forget to buckle up and get out of here." Like, good night. Yeah, yeah. Good night. Like it had the the classic like movie guy voice and all the people driving away. Oh yeah, I remember one of the videos at the beginning. It was a bunch of produce killing each other. Yes. Yeah, it was uh, fucking weird, dude. Like, I think it was a play on, like, let's all go to the drive-in. And all the, like, they're talking about the concession stand and they're dancing. Because it's, like, producing candy and stuff, dancing, and then all of a sudden they're in, like, these epic wartime battles (laughs) against each other being destroyed. I, It it was just crazy. It was an experience. Favorite song, go, Nick. From the night? From the night. Ooh. Okay, um, or Jesse, I didn't. I have to go. So he went off on this tirade about Alex Trebek. Like, mm-hmm. like he started like, uh, Mr. Trebek, what do you think about this answer? And like, it just went way off the rails. And like, he would start really quiet and just kind of talk about like, oh yeah, that's that's the answer, Jimmy. Blah, 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 blah. And then it would just go nuts. Explode. Like, yeah, he, he was pitching that there was a guy making a new Jeopardy song. A new Jeopardy theme. <laughs> theme song. And it just explodes. And he just, he just runs with it. And it was hilarious. That was probably my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the one my favorite one was the one where he was talking about going to Chili's and there being drugs in the water uh, it was so good there's drugs in the water and um, all of a sudden you, you're like sir sir please get up and he's like what what you're in the middle of a five lane highway we need you to move like, <laughs> and it was just about like how good their like southwest like uh, raps were and everything <laughs> Dude, southwest egg rolls that's Shout what it was yeah, egg rolls. Egg rolls. Yeah, yeah, egg rolls. southwest egg rolls from Chili's are yes. shit so, Chili's open on Sunday. You trying to go? Not late enough. You Damn. could. You might be able to call in. What time is it? Uh, it's yeah. They probably yeah. They're yeah, probably close. COVID hours. Yep. So uh, that was my favorite song. That was um, pretty I was really hoping um, he played Girls' Night because they a lot of people were recommending Girls' Night. If you've seen that one on YouTube. So, but he didn't. He ended up doing Fuck Donald Trump. And what was the other one he did that was... He did, um... It was the Smells Like Poopy. Yeah, that one. Butthole. Oh, oh, butthole. Oh, yeah, butthole. Yeah, he did Butthole. I yeah. love Butthole. Yeah, that one's, that one's really funny, too. <laughs> I love Butthole. Oh, that song's so good. <laughs> He's just... He can riff off anything. And yeah, and uh, he has a, a Sway video that Jesse and I like to watch. Yes. We'll, we'll tag that. Well, like I said, we'll give you guys, like... All the Mark Ribier videos you need to see. I, I'm a fan. I because of Jesse, honestly. Um, but I wasn't able to go. But we'll we'll drop you a lot of stuff. Um, I have a question for you guys. Sure. Who else do you think would be successful in this style of format? Who's another act or artist that you think this would be very in their repertoire? I feel like stand up comedians could do it for sure. Yeah, and I mean Dave Chappelle actually did kind of a, you know, it it was more politically charged, but you know his 846 that he did. Um, was where people kind of got together, they were separate, and then he went on there, talked for 20 minutes, and then left. So, I mean, yeah, I think stand-up comedians would really excel at that in an open venue. You know, I'm going to be honest. I think any act could mm -hmm. do this. That's what I was going to say, yep. It gets people out, it keeps people safe, and you get the experience of a live show still. Obviously, a, a true music experience in a venue is different but if if this is the alternative i could live with that this was enough for me that i got the live experience that i was missing we're used to seeing quite a few shows in the summer so we are um and i if this is how it has to be i'd be okay with that as long as i got to see live performances that's what's important to me I agree. I was going to say the same thing. I, I think any act could do this. And I said it before, you know, it opens up a lot of room for more creativity in the way you do things. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I just think it if it is the future and what we have to uh, deal with, um, that's probably the way to do it. And we might see a resurgence of drive-ins coming back because be of cool. that type yeah. of stuff. I'm in. I'm down. Yeah. I've never been to one. I'd love to go. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've been to one, but going back there, I was like, I kind of remember this. So it was really cool. Uh, in that respect, I think we're going to call this episode. But uh, please, 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 fucking please, if you're in a place where you should wear a mask, wear a fucking mask. Do it for the other people. It's not about you. It's about them. Take care of your fellow man. Put your fucking mask on. Deal with it for a few minutes. You'll be fucking fine. Thank you. <laughs> This has been the Digital Path Podcast, signing off.